It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. The driver's seat. Stevie Johnson's going to fight him all the way up to the line. Who'll get there first? Kelly, I reckon no Johnson got it. This is going to be Molly Taylor winning the first ever Extreme EX3. She crosses the line. She has a fabulous job, but no wonder she is smiling. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And welcome to another big edition of The Driver's Seat. It is race week and all eyes will be on Phillip Island this weekend with the second round of the Turtle Wax Trans Am Australia Series and a bunch of other Speed Series categories. I can tell you right now, fellas, the old stand sport will be definitely getting a workout. Oh, we're absolutely the same, I think. I mean, one of us is going to be there uh, with with one son and one of us is going to be watching with, with great interest with one's, on wife. The, with one's wife and one son. <laughs> is, and Miss, one son. Is, Mrs., is Mrs. Johnson going down? She is. Oh, that'll be nice. Yes. What about little Lacey, Jay? Is she uh, going down? Lacey's not going to Phillip Island, but yep. she will be coming down to Bathurst, which will be yeah. in the Easter round, which nice will be great. One. Nice one. So we'll be watching with interest. Now, there is going to be another bit of driver's seat representation at Phillip Island this weekend. And here's our feature interview, thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, Jet Johnson. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> I should I should give you a proper intro there, Jet. For uh, I should say the yeah. 2021 TA2 Northern Series champion, Jet Johnson. So, uh, welcome back, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Going good. Getting ready for the weekend, JJ. Getting ready to go down to yeah. Phillip Island. You've obviously done Tasmania, which you did you did quite well at, and then you've gone on to do that was in Trans Am. You've gone to do TA2 at Eastern Creek. This is back to National Trans Am again. Uh, mate, quick circuit. Like this will get your eyes opened right up. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's for me. It's a bucket list track. You know, just the layout of the track, how fast it is, the quality of racing there. You know, it's going to be a really big learning curve. It's a pretty, um, pretty unforgiving track. If you end up having an off. So, you know, I'm gonna have to keep it on yeah, the black stuff all weekend. You're not gonna have it off. I'll try not. No, no, no. You're not gonna have it off. Righto, BMX dad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, look, I'm I'm really excited going into the weekend, mate. I know you've obviously done, you know, you've been on the simulator doing a lot of stuff at Phillip Island. Um, you've raced there on the sim before. You've never been there. Um, you know, I've spoken to you, I've given you, you know, obviously going to Tasmania, to Simmons Plains and then to Sydney Motorsport Park, um, given you as much advice as I can. Um, how does, how do you feel you obviously Sydney Motorsport Park, you went great. You finished yep. second behind Nash Morris there. And, uh, um, it was a track that you probably didn't really do much simulator work on. So does that, does that give you a little bit more confidence going into Phillip Island that you You've been there, done the prep, albeit in the virtual world. Look, yes and no. Um, you know, I think the thing about uh, TA two is it's not quite as competitive as the Trans Am series. Um, so I think it's still going to be quite hard 
racing in the Trans Am series at Phillip Island, I'm still going to have to be on my game. But I think knowing the uh, knowing the track layout, knowing where roughly where the braking points are, things like that will get me sort of a step ahead of the whole learning phase of the track. Actually, I wanted to talk to you about that because you are doing TA2 and Trans Am, and just for the people to understand, they are exactly the same cars, but as Jet just mentioned, one is probably a, a higher level, and that's Trans Am, National Trans Am, than necessarily the, the, the TA2. When you, you are the Northern... What do you mean higher level? What do you mean well, just... Uh, well, it, more competitive, all, all a bit the more people, cutthroat. Yeah, cutthroat. But that's the, what I wanted to ask you, Jet, yeah. because you're the Northern TA2 champion, um, so one Queensland, all that kind of stuff. Going into Tassie... What did you find? Like when you, because we haven't spoken to you since then. Did you get out of the first? What did you think coming out of the first few practice sessions and even the first few races? Oh, look, I think compared to um, compared to what I've done at QR and the TA2, it sort of it half prepared me, half didn't. Um, you know, I think the first year that I did with uh, TA2, it sort of I guess didn't show my ability as much. You know, I was we're at the same track, um, pulling the same laps, you know, day in, day out. You know, it's just one of those things where it was, I get to half learn the car, but going into, you know, somewhere like Tasmania where the racing was a lot harder in a track, I don't know, it was a much steeper learning curve. And the racing itself was a lot harder. Like, TA2 was, it was good racing, but there was no real door-to-door racing. It was sort of, you make a pass and then you move on. Whereas when we were in Tasmania, it was a lot more defending, a lot more on the offensive side, and you got to think a lot more on your feet when you're racing those sort of people. And do you think that when you come to a place like Phillip Island, where, as you rightly say, the consequences of having an off here are, are pretty serious, what's the mindset going in now that you've tasted national level Trans Am and you, the, most of the, the same people that were there in Tassie are going to be there again at Phillip Island. What is your, does your mindset change knowing that this is a much faster place with possibly bigger consequences if you go off or do you just pull the lid down and eyes forward and off you go? I guess the sort of mindset I'm going to be in for the weekend is going to be the same as in Tasmania. You know, it's going to be, I guess, almost a survival if you, you know, if you call it that, just trying to keep it, you know, keep it off the fences, keep it out of other people, keep it out of the shunts and, you know, just try and make your way forward mainly by staying out of all the accidents. And how's the reaction been to you competing at national level? Was there, I know, and it's hard, I'm asking all the questions here because I guess you've talked about all this with dad in the car and done all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But what, how, how was the reaction down there? I mean, you know, there there is a lot of, media around you you have been thrust in there because of the name that you that you carry um how was the how was the reception down at tassie Did, were people really welcoming both from a from a fellow competitor point of view and from a fan point of view yeah look i went around and did have a chat with a few people from you know, a few other competitors from the trans Am series but um that side of things we mainly just i guess kept to ourselves kept working amongst each other to try and, I guess, get me as far up as we could. The fan side of things, that was fine. Um, there were, you know, fans came up over the weekend, which was good. Um, yeah. A lot of it was actually fairly quiet, which I was surprised about. 
in Tasmania. Uh, I'm not sure what it's going to be like in uh, Phillip Island. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess that's something we'll find out when we get there. Mate, something else that you have to find out when you get there is like every, pretty much every one of these tracks this round, except except for uh, QR, obviously, when you go back there in August, everything is a completely brand new track for you, man. And up next, you've got Bathurst, one of the toughest tracks in the world. And sadly for you, it's also a track that, you know, your family has done some incredibly great things at. So even more spotlight's going to be on there. Does that put any intimidation on you? And to top it all off too, it's also the six hour. So talk about pressure. <laughs> yeah, look, it, um, I guess I'm quite nervous going into Bathurst, not so much the actual racing other people side of things, just more, you know, you got to be 100% every time you turn in for a corner. you got to be 100% confident in the car and yourself and, you know, any really small thing that's not quite right you know can lead to a massive issue on the way out of the corner when you're surrounded by concrete walls oh thank you and, and, and no better person to explain that than to matthew mckeldon well you know you know exactly what those consequences are because you're currently fixing my car so but, yeah. but you are I'll dead tell right you, what, and... you did a good job there <laughs> hey, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. When he does stuff, he, when, he, when he wants to do stuff properly, he does it properly. Absolutely. Let me tell you. But, but you're right. <laughs> and everybody does know and and have heard a lot of people talk about it. One small mistake at Bathurst has massive consequences. Can have massive consequences. Mm. Um, and I'm not saying it always happens because there's some very lucky people there that get away with stuff. Yep. yep. But uh, others that don't. And um, you know. It's a place that I think the best way to describe it is respect. You've got to go there and have a massive respect mm. for what the place is, no matter how Absolutely. old you are and no matter how... How many laps you've done how around How many that. laps you've done around yeah. I mean, it, Jet's going... Most people go to Bathurst and either, you know, maybe yep. drive it in a road car. Actually, Jet has been around Bathurst on a scooter, so uh, <laughs> on a push scooter. So I fell off too, um, Oh, yeah, that, that yeah, bodes he fell well. off in his first shunt. Um, but yeah. I think, you know, for him to, you know, going to Bathurst for the first competitive race for him in a Trans Am car, you know, it's pretty full on. I mean, most That's people go on. there in a production car oh, yeah. or yep. something. Yeah, so well, I did that. I, I you know, built up to it in a production car and then mm. went to Trans Am car. And clearly that was my ceiling of yep. talent because and, I whacked it. And, you know, you know, Nash Morris did a similar thing in regarding he, he went there mm. in uh, a Super 3 car. And, you know, I think, but he did drive there before that. But still, yep. you know, he went there on the proviso that he was literally just going to drive around, not worry about lap times, get experience, understand the track, learn as much as he can over the weekend. Because as I said yep. to Jet down at uh, Tasmania, Mate, you do not learn anything at this track or at any track by sitting in the sand trap, sitting in the wall, or sitting in the pits with the damaged car. Yep, You've absolutely. got to do every lap that you possibly can and yeah. uh, finish the weekend. And that, you know, that's that's the mindset that you know I want to portray to him. What he needs to do. There's no pressure on him to do anything in regard to finishing yep. the top ten, finishing the top eleven. I don't. We, none of us care. Just finish. Just finish. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you finish. Yeah, exactly. At last, but. You know, well, yeah, I do, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he won't. We know he won't. But the thing is too that you know we 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 may have some news next week that we can uh, 
diverge on the show. Some scoop news with Jet Johnson over Easter. He may be doing double yep. duties at uh, at Bathurst, but you guys will have to wait and see. Oh, you can tell me, and I'll put it in the burst and up track uh, <laughs> off track update. That'd be good. Yeah, um, Jet, will it be emotional for you, mate? I mean, you know, there's. I, I'm 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 hesitant to put any pressure on you, but you are third generation Johnson. You carry a big responsibility to a degree. Um, is it going to be emotional to to get there? Do you reckon? Yeah, hundred percent. It will be. Look, after everything I've watched with, obviously with the supercars, everything I've watched with all the laps that Dad and Granddad have done, it's you know it's definitely going to be something that's real special to me. It's going to be. Those first few laps are going to be a few emotional laps, but you know after that it's going to be visor down and just focus on what we've got to do, which is just make improvements over the weekend. One last one before we let you go, Jet, because you've been bloody generous with time, mate. Thank you for that. Big, big, no, good. <laughs> big question. He's sixteen, mate. What else is he going to be I doing? Don't know. Seventeen. What else is he going to be doing? He could be working on his first car. I was just, you know, I was trying just to get about some speed yep. into it. I was <laughs> just about to ask that because obviously the big amount of conjecture, and we had a lot of people on the show last week uh, when your old man went and dropped that uh, that we've got a Johnson in a Holden. Uh, how is the uh, how is the first car covered along, mate? Have you uh, have you put neons in it or got any rims? What's going on? <laughs> Stereo? No, it's staying. It's all I've done to it is put new tyres on it, not because they were the original ones from the factory, and I had no tread left on them. But now that thing's staying completely stock, and I'll hopefully have, I guess, my other car, which was a Ute that we have, which is a BT50 Mazda. Um, that was, I guess, technically my first car, but we've um, been a little bit slack with it and haven't quite gotten it ready. It's still at home in pieces at the moment, <laughs> but we'll hopefully get that together soon so I can get out of a Holden finally. <laughs> well, the, well, the thing is that, uh, as Grandpa put it well, you know, you got to start from the bottom and work your way up. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you have started at the bottom in a Holden Barina, mate. Let me give you but, a tip. As we, you as a we, tip. But as we all said off air, it gets him around. You know, oh, better than catching not, a bus. He's not going to. He's not going to yeah. get and it's cheap. He's not going to get it. You know, everyone thinks that we're. You know, he's going to get Rangers and Raptors and all this. Mustangs. Sort of, no, there's no way, mate. My, my, although yes, I did have a Suzuki Vitara, and yes, I rolled it within three days of owning it, <laughs> and it wasn't my fault, mind you. Of course but, not. Of course not. But my next car after that was an XE Falcon, and it was just a $4,000 car that Grandpa or your Grandpa Jet, my dad, bought me. Um, and um, it was perfect. I had that because I wanted to go racing. And, um, you know, the same thing with Jet. So making him work on his first car, we, we're building a new engine for the BT50 because we bought it with a with a wrecked motor and, um, you know, something for him to learn while he's doing his apprenticeship as well. So it's sort of got a bit of... Yep positivity on both sides it's going to be a cool car when it's done and he's learning a hell of a lot working on it as well have any of you have any of your mates asked you to come around and pick him up yet jet in the uh in the barina or has the phone been suspiciously no, um, quiet <laughs> no look i think they're all a bit scared of the barina to be honest it's um <laughs> yeah it's got a fair bit of power there Especially now that it's got a brand new set of wheels on it, uh, tires on it. Uh, oh, it's yeah. going to have so much Bolt grip. grip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some new boots, and this is a fantastic uh, magnet for the. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, when we picked it up, we picked it up from a friend of ours up uh, just uh, 
short of Warwick, which is sort of Toowoomba way, a couple of hours away from our, our home. So Jet's driving it back down the range. And it's got, because it was an old grandma that had this car for years and years. So you got your two side mirrors. And you know on some of these cars, you can buy the little... The little round mirror that gives you the wider angle, Maddie, that you gives you the like the oh, wider like when, view. Yeah, like when like you're towing a caravan. Tick for yeah, like blind in their supercar. Like the little yeah. blind spot stick yeah. on it. It sticks oh, yeah, on I'm, to I'm the actual you. mirror. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So I get down to the bottom of the range to uh, for the shell and to fill fill the car up with fuel. And Jet goes, I was coming down the range and the little blind spot stick on thing started to fall off. So I put my hand out the window and grabbed it. And uh, he goes, we're going to need to stick that back on, Dad. And I'm like, oh, it's falling apart already. He's going fast. Either that or you're going too fast, mate. Holding. And you know what the best part is? It's still sitting in the door pocket waiting to be either glued or stuck back on. <laughs> well, Jet, you've been, uh, it's been good to chat, mate. And we're going to leave you with this little jingle, mate. Have you, have you? Uh, no is the resounding answer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go well this weekend, Jet. We'll uh, chat to you next week. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Jet was our feature interview. Thanks to Ryco Filters. Ask a mechanic for Ryco Filters, the professional's choice. We're off and running on the driver's seat for another week. We'll go through the news heading into PI next. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Great to have your company on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And as always, remember to rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the app store. Now, there is a reason why everyone is congregating towards Phillip Island, as we've mentioned. TCR Australia, round two. It is the big news that is happening, and uh, we saw earlier in the week, well, at the start of the week, Fabs back in that uh, in the Honda. Mate, look, not unexpected, to be quite frank. Um, I actually spoke to, oh, there was a couple of drivers in Tasmania that were perhaps a little bit miffed at the whole Fabian Coulthard Stan deal, um, and it was being reported at the time that it was a one-off Stevie J, but I said, I don't know, why would you do it one-off? It doesn't seem... Right. Well, if you look at the way so he was driving, you would do it one off. Well, yeah. <laughs> he did struggle a little bit on his <laughs> on his debut, but at the end of the day, I think. Um, I mean, I'm calling it now. I think he's going to be there for the year. You wouldn't do one round and then maybe do two and then just stop it from there. I think Fabs will be in all year. I think they need someone high profile in the stand car. They really need to do a lot of work on this stand deal, and they need someone that they can be reporting Nimsy and Steve in in Fast Delhi and other uh, uh, other publications and websites to say that he's part of it. So no surprise there from my point of view. Obviously, um, he's the biggest name that's on the field at the moment now. And I mean, when we go through the grid, in terms of star power, who's well, the... Will Brown was there. Will oh, Brown yeah, was down there as well. Yeah, Will was so there. He's, he's up there. I'm not Tony sure Delberto. how many. T- Tony, Tony Burrito. Del, 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 Burrito. Del Burrito. Um, <laughs> you know, but... Uh, I'm not sure. Is Will Brown going to contest yeah. the series? Yeah, that's all year. That's yep. all year with um, Liquid Molly on the car. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So he's, a, he's stepping in for Chaz, isn't he? He's stepping in for Chaz. He, well, he's in the car that Chaz was in last year, yes. But, you know, again, interestingly, it's not a Burson off-track update stuff, but I'd heard that, that that deal was actually offered to a couple of drivers, one in particular, and then their management got involved and completely stuffed it. 
completely stuffed it so that the driver didn't get a chance to go in for the year. And I'll, but I'm not going to say that one on air. <laughs> I'm not going to say that one on air because it's way too close to all of us, but I'll tell you off air who that was. So, uh, so Will's in it, and I think that's good. I think that's good. I think, I think you know, Will's a returning champion. Uh, he was champion in the Hyundai. He's the inaugural champion. Correct. Um, and I think, you know, that, that Audi's a good thing. I still think Jay Hansen's in the best in the in the brand new rocket. Yep. Um, and I think as he gets his head around it, and he drove at Eastern Creek uh, a week ago in Super Three, and was very good. And I think, um, or Super Two or Super Three, Super, super two. two. And I think you'll see. I think you'll see Jay do yeah. very well. Well, yeah, I think you're right. Let's take a quick look at the um, at the field here at the moment because right now the standings are completely wide open. That uh, Tony D is we spoke about it before. He's Fabs' teammate. Good co-driver they've uh, shared. How many how many times were they co-driver together at TGRTP? Uh, Four years? Four years, Stevie J? With yeah. Tony D. Alberito and Fabian? Yep. I yeah. Possibly. It was about yeah. four. Yeah. 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 Something well, like that. So, so... He's got someone experienced to sh- that he can share a garage with that knows how these cars work. So maybe, just maybe, that he'll be able to sort of, you know, figure it out. But if we have a look at the the current standings at the moment, Josh Bucken, friend of the show, he's currently P1 on 118 points. Zach Suter, um, that's a privateer's team, isn't it? Do you that know is. much about him? Um, uh, only that he is a privateer. Yeah, he is a privateer. And he's uh, he's doing a good job. Uh, and look, it's it's probably the only category in Australia right now where you can genuinely be a privateer and still give the front guys a run, Stevie J. Um, yeah, he was he was a surprise. There's no doubt in Tassie, Zach Suter was the surprise of the round, no doubt. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he was obviously there last year as well, and has learnt a lot, and I believe is getting some information regarding, you know, car setup and and help from outside sources. You know, from from I guess the the main car companies, and you know, I mean, you got you got guys like MPC, you got these Gary Rogers that, that yeah. are running cars. So um, it is a category where you know you can't innovate your own stuff, and it gives these guys a really good opportunity, privateers, to be able to go out and win some races mm. against the you know. Can you call it? It's not really factory backed as such. I mean, there might be some. Little bit of factory I think there's some factory money in Hyundai. Yeah. Would you say factory associated at least? Factory associated yes. is probably the bit because it's not a full factory outfit no. as such. No. But they do um, like tip in a bit here and there. Yeah, well they they would bring over and, and have that connection between uh Europe and the T C R in Europe, uh to obviously Australia with what's going on over there with, you know, the makes, whether it be Hyundai or Honda or um, you know, Volkswagen or, as, as you say, Audi. Yeah. Um, and they do get that information collaboration between the two, and that's how you can get the – you know, you can get good cars. As a privateer, you can get really, really fast cars. And it also depends on what they call a BOP, which is the balance of performance. So depending on how you win, how many races you win, all that sort of stuff, um, you can get nobbled pretty quickly. And, um, you know, Zach didn't have a great year last year, so – you know, he ha- his BOP is pretty good compared to the other cars of the same make. Let's have a look at the thing that I like really enjoy about this. Now, I, I bring up how Fab's absolutely ST ruggled at uh, Tassie. But you look at the big names that are towards the back end of the field at the moment. So up top, Josh Bucken, Zach Suter, Tony Delberto, Jordan Cox, another friend of the show, Nathan Morecambe, Will Brown, Jay Hansen, Michael Caruso in P8. Now, you'd have to argue that he's a high-profile guy in there. Sure. Amongst a bunch of people that, you know, maybe aren't household names, but are known amongst racing circles. But you look towards the back end of the grid. B 
Ben Bagwana is in P18 at the moment. Dylan O'Keefe, yeah. P16. James Moffat, P19, like in the championship. Well, rem- remember Moff got stuffed into the wall coming onto the straight at Simmons Plains. By at, Jay Hansen. By Jay Hansen at an absolute great rate of knots. You, you wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if Moff didn't ever want to go back to Simmons Plains. Remember he got absolutely poleaxed last year by Ben's old man, Jace. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's an interesting scenario and dynamic at TCR at the moment because you're right, the names like O'Keefe and Bargwana um, are down the back and Moff down the back, every chance to win a race. It is one of the few categories in Australia right now that I think is – when you go to the circuit, I don't think you know exactly who's going to win. No, no. We did not expect Josh Bucken to be coming out of Tassie in the lead of the championship. With all, with all respect to Joshy, we didn't expect it. And that's great. That's what we want, right? We want people like Zach Suter to be able to come up and have a crack. We want people to have struggle rounds um, so that it makes it exciting. One thing I can tell you is that you will see a different Jordan Cox at uh, Phillip Island than you saw at Tassie. Internet sensation, Jordan Cox. Internet sensation. <laughs> Mentally and emotionally at Tassie, Geordie was nowhere because there was a lot going on in the background. I think if you remember, if you cast our mind back, I had said that there was a driver who was very close to losing his sponsorship. Because mm-hmm. of the oh, stand deal. Because of the stand deal. That was Geordie Cox. There have been meetings uh, between SwiftX, their management, Geordie, and a whole bunch of people in the last couple of weeks. Now, he he will return and he will be there for the year. But I can tell you now, his sponsorship is halved. And in direct response to the stand deal. Well, direct response. I mean, when obviously I'm guessing all of these deals were done when there was still a free-to-air outlet, and that's very appealing. And, Steve, you'd know from your, TCR, uh, your TCM uh, outfits and, you know, even Jet and the Trans Am uh, that that's a big selling point. Hey, you get to be on national TV, free-to-air around the country. Free-to-air. Channel with, 7. With numbers that you can back up and be like, yep. well, look, X amount of people go and watch. So, obviously, this uh, the stand arrangement, while it's great for the category to have all that money tipped in, might not be great for the people that are actually, you know, racing in the category. <laughs> Yeah, it does make it does make it hard, and you know it is what it is. And I'm not going to get on a soapbox about it. I've just got to deal with it. Uh, I've got to make it work. And you know, nothing I say or you say, Maddie, yep. or anyone no. else is going to say is going to change it. No. So no. I just want to try to make it work as best we can. Do the best on our socials as we can because we are, you know, I am blessed and we are lucky with the family name that we get a lot of interaction on our social media, yes, which is really yep. uh, a saviour for us. Yep. And um, you know, I, th- I think that um, moving forward, you know, we'll, we'll you know, we just got to keep pushing on for the year. Keep getting, you know, keep getting clips. Keep getting bits and pieces on stand sport that we can then mm-hmm. uh, show, yes. show our sponsors and that sort of thing, and 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 just try to make the most of it. Gone are the days, Nimsy and Steve, where put a sticker on a car and we've got free to wear TV is enough to placate boardroom, yeah, worries and issues. You've got to be much better than that. Correct. Social engagement. You've just got to be. Got to be a innovative. whole lot better. You always needed to be. Well, the last probably five years, you always needed to be. Maybe even ten years. But now with the stand deal, um, you've got to be really better, exponentially yeah. better, Nimsy, yeah. at what you're doing to be able to command the corporate dollar. Now, we've had normal, as you know, normally we'd have a, the text flooding in and things like that. So a lot of people did bring out the last time we spoke about this uh, earlier on in the year about the stand deal. You know, there was a lot of talk. And I actually dug up a, a quote from 
ARG chairman, and now he's on the Supercars board. John McLennan um, said he, he's no, on record. Clo- you were very close. How's it? Nimsy. It's yeah. McMellon. Is it McMellon? <laughs> McMellon. Oh, well <laughs> but but you, good good effort. Good job. My nice apologies, job. John. Yes. Uh, but uh, hey, old <laughs> uh, oh, J-Mac uh, <laughs> has gotten revealed. That's gold. He has said, and I quote, that Channel 7 was not keen to pay for the rights to broadcast the AG categories. He responded with, no one would want to make the decision to move away from the 7 free-to-air platform. However, all businesses have to be commercially sustainable first and foremost, and producing high-quality motorsport is expensive because we all remember what the initial coverage of TCR Australia was like on SBS, and it's not a dig at SBS. They're obviously not on the same level as your other big commercial free-to-air networks, but mm. that's just the reality, isn't it? Let, let me let me also reread John McMellan's statement there and add a little bit to the end. No would want no one would want to make the decision to move away from the seven free to air platform. However, all businesses have commercially sustainable have to be commercially sustainable first and foremost. And producing high quality motorsport is expensive. Let me add, as is buying supercars. So when you've got twenty million dollars going into the pocket, when you've just outlaid sixty plus million dollars, that was the clincher. That was the clincher. Had had it been a normal situation, I think, and had they not tipped in all that money to buy supercars, Nemzi and Steve, I still think we'd be on seven. But would it, could it, should it, we're on stand. And the reality is, even though I'm critical of the deal, the product that was delivered, not the racing, but just the product of the coverage, Stevie J, I thought was very good. It is top notch. It is great. Commentators are very good. And in fact, I rate Stan Sport. If you can afford it, which not everybody can, and that's my major criticism of it, if you can afford Stan and Stan Sport, Stan Sport's brilliant for motorsport, mm. especially if you love Indy and, and Rally and World Endurance Championship and now the Speed Series. It's magic. But it's, what is it, 30, 30 40 bucks a month, and that's a lot of wedge for yeah. a lot of people, so particularly you're... when you're paying $2.24 or $2.25 for a litre of diesel at the moment. Yes. Yeah, if you do actually, if you want to, if you want to be a full immersive Australian motorsport lover and get into every single round, every race, it will cost you at least 45 bucks a month because Stan Sports, 20 bucks, KO, $25. So it's yep. big. Which And as That's you mentioned, uh, when, you've got, <laughs> when you've got the Bowser costing uh, oh. upwards of uh, two dollar dues. Absolutely. Not, not too easy, is it? But look. Well, and then we'll, the trick is, Nimsy, what you've got to do is find an angle with your accountant to be able to claim it on tax. Yes. That's the only way. Well, I'm not able to do it because of this show. I've got to have all these subscriptions, as you do, Stevie J, and we can claim it on our tax. So we're okay. But your average punter, Joe Public, Joe Public, John Citizen, <laughs> John, 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 John A Citizen, John A Citizen, <laughs> not that easy. drives for Coles, the delivering dri- stuff. Absolutely not easy. It's very hard for him to try to say to his account. I need Stan Sport and Correct. I need Foxtel yeah, so absolutely. I can drive my truck better. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's really it's, hard. It's, it's yeah, a it's lot hard. of money. It is. It's a lot of money for a sport that's not played every week. Mm. Don't forget. Mm. You know, like with football or, or, or whatever. Every, Friday, yeah, Saturday, Football Sunday. or rugby league, you got everything. Friday, so you got a, you got 30 games a weekend or whatever it is. But, you know, with, with motorsport, it's not every week. Even though this weekend is sensational. Mm. For coverage, IndyCar, Formula One, and Speed Series. Happy days. Lucky I mowed the lawn early this week because <laughs> uh, Mrs. Mack will not be getting me off the couch this weekend. Um, not easy. Not easy, mate. Not easy at all. No, you're right. And it'll be interesting to see the numbers if they do get released 
about because you, you just hear off oh, sensational numbers, sensational numbers from Tassie. Well, that's garbage because <laughs> the first numbers were absolutely diabolical. They were horrendous. Well, fingers, and we're not free to wear this weekend, Nimsy. So it may even be worse. Yeah, look, we we'll, we might even pop, we might see because the driver's seat audience, we love to say it's one of the most educated motorsport audiences. I'd mm. be very interested if we pop up a post on the driver's seat social on uh, Sunday afternoon to say who's enjoying the action down at Phillip Island, just to see what the reaction will be. But that'll be one for this weekend. But you are listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Get ready, because coming up, you're going to be getting a sneak into the future at what's a headline on Fast Ellie. We've got the Burson off-the-track update. That is coming up next, right here on The Driver's Seat. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. And as always, make sure you get The Driver's Seat app because it's the place we can get everything first, regardless of whether we're live or not. Press the button, mate. (laughs) Yes, that's what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> right now, let's get to our version off the track update. And now, it's the driver's seat off the track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. See what I have to put up with with those damn footballers. But uh, anyway, it is our off the track update. <laughs> Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. We call this tomorrow's news today because coincidentally enough, boys, it seems that any time someone mentions something here on a Wednesday night, it often gets mm. published... Thursday morning. Well, it used to, Nimsy. They have now, as you rightly say, changed the news cycle. That So things that would normally go to wear on a Wednesday or be released on a Wednesday now seem to be Put on released. a Tuesday night. Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon. Morning, 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 something like that. So anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. But guess what week it is, gentlemen? Hmm. Uh, what is it? No, Matthew? I'm serious. Guess what week it is? Election week in South Australia. Oh, Ooh, yes. It is, too. it is D-Day this Saturday for the Adelaide 500. So I've this week I had a number of conversations with South Australian folk just trying to get an idea of take the temperature down there, what's going to happen. So, so I'm I have put their eggs in a big basket of... <laughs> like supercars yes. is really a big, <laughs> a big liberal basket. Yeah. Um, and, and look, it, it, it's really interesting. If you read on the socials, you'll see a lot of people saying, and this is not me, this is the social saying, oh, it's not worth it. It's all good, but we'd have to have a, you know, we'd have to have a, a Labor government for it to happen. And um, that's not worth the price of admission and all this sort of stuff. So there's still, you know, Labor is not, not a definite shoe in in South Australia at all. What I'm hearing is that the temperature and the polls and the media down there are saying that it's either going to be one of – you've only ever got three things. You've got a Liberal win, a Labor win, or a hung parliament. Mm-hmm. And at this stage, they're saying that it will not be a, a Liberal win. It's either going to be a Labor win or very close as a hung parliament. So um, there is every chance that the Adelaide 500 is going to be reinstated. Uh, as of whoever is successful, whether whether Labor is successful. Um, it is being slated as being the final round of the 2021 series, uh, 2022 series in Buddy, December. it's in the season guide. Like, yeah, it's, like that's... it's serious. It's like it's seriously going to happen. But here's the off-track update. There is a lot, which is really good to hear, 
a lot of companies fighting for naming rights of that event, should it happen. Um, one big international company, which I'm not allowed to name. Matt's but, gone soft in his but, old age. <laughs> no, I just don't want to be scoops. sued back to the Stone Age on that one. <laughs> but one thing I will tell you is that there is every chance we could be going back in December to the Clipsal 500. Ooh. Clipsal are lining up with others, but they are heavily part of the discussion after taking a couple of year break away and us still calling it the Clipsal 500. Yeah. There is every chance that they will come back as naming rights of that event in December. So stick that on the board, Nimsy. There we go. We may have the Clipsal 500 at the end of this year, depending on what happens on Saturday. Yeah. Politics is an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, it is the first and only time I'm genuinely interested in what happens in South Australian politics. So I guess we'll be waiting to see well. what goes on. But, uh, yeah, Adelaide uh, Adelaide 500 could become the Clipsal 500 if it comes to fruition uh, this year. I know someone who'll be very happy about that because uh, here's a little rewind back to I think 2019 when it wasn't the Clipsal 500. They'll get it ready for Clipsal and I'm sure they'll be coming back uh, bigger and better than ever. That's got to give you some confidence and I guess going into Clipsal, I know it's a different kettle of fish. You know, you've got a little no. bit of time between now and Clipsal, 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 Clipsal. Works out good for you, Steve. It's burnt into my brain as the Clipsal 500. It's burnt into everybody's brain. (laughs) Yep. We almost funded a trip to Bali for the end of the year on the Clipsal Fine Jar. It just rolls off the tongue way Mm. better than Superloop. To the point, actually, and look, Superloop has been a fantastic partner, but every time in the couple of years that I went... Uh, to the Adelaide 500, I'd catch up with my mates from South Australia. They'd be like, you know, hey, while you're in town for Clipsal, and I'm like, no, don't call it that. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. But uh, that was our Burson off the track update. Burson Auto Parts, they're known for first class knowledge and service. You are listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Don't go anywhere. We've got some loose ends to wrap up, including the driver's seat mailbag. We'll do that next. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And as you can hear right now, the all-new driver's seat app, it's full of podcasts, interviews, news and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans, but we'll be back live next Wednesday to get through all your texts and whatnot and uh, even put up with... uh, some rather interesting characters when it hits the 9 p.m. hour. But uh, before we wrap up for today, let's crack open the driver's seat mailbag. Postman Pat, Postman Pat, Postman Pat, and his black and white cat. Early in the morning, just as day is dawning, he picks up all the postbags in his van. Yes, in this case, uh, we're going to head to the States. <laughs> we never usually go that deep into the song. I know, but, oh, I, I, but I thought, hey, let's let's <laughs> let's give it its full. In fact, right. I don't think I've ever heard past the normal first bit. What is going on with your microphone, Matthew? <laughs> yeah, it's you, not you uh, keep not uh, dropping in and out. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh am I back now? Yeah, yeah because you just moved it and you muted yourself. There you with go. With the cable. 
Did Stop I? Stop playing with your microphone, Matthew. Oh, I did too. Just, Look at that. Just leave it. See, if, if anyone, this is a regular occurrence. Stop if playing wants, with it, Matthew. If anyone wants to jump on board the uh, the driver's seat Facebook page and go oh, back to every 12 months. Do. Oh, Nimsy, don't do that. That's, you're all mean. That's a hot, that, was a, that was not a good start to the night, that one. Uh, but uh, let's get to the mailbag because uh, this is an inbox we got via Brad Roper from the USA. Remember Brad? We yeah, do. Yeah, Bradley. Is he from Charlotte or somewhere like that? That's right. Yeah, yeah. He. Um, there you go. Good on you, Brad. He was talking about last year because remember we were talking about the NASCAR playoffs, and he very kindly reached out and said that yes. uh, the the playoff point system has actually turned people off NASCAR uh, mm-hmm. over in the states. But he's got in touch, which is great. Uh, hey, boys, it's Brad from the US again. Glad to see you're back. I got up close with a new NASCAR Cup car a few weeks ago, and I was wondering if you think Roger Penske would let Scotty have a crack on a circuit race with one of them. They definitely have a lot of supercar of the future DNA in them, and I really think he would have a sh- would have a shot at making a lot of the regulars look pretty ordinary. Also, caught the Trans Am from Simmons Plains and Jet did a good job over the three races. That's cool that he's watching it from over there, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah, how would you watch it over there? The motorsport.tv? Uh, yes, maybe. Maybe he is subscribed to Stan Sport. <laughs> maybe he is. <laughs> Online. Online. Maybe. Well, well, that is, that they... is the whole point. You can watch on hmm. demand. So. Yeah. Correct. I don't know if uh, – you can let us know once you yeah, Brad, hear this, Brad. R- respond let us know. How did, how did you watch that hmm. in downtown Charlotte? <laughs> But uh, but honestly, it's pretty cool. Like, and and for him to be able to get up close and personal to look at one of the new NASCARs, and and he's mm. right, NASCAR did take a lot of information out of supercars for their new generation car, and uh, and got it done a whole lot quicker. And got it done a whole lot quicker and a whole lot better. <laughs> a lot of uh, updates too. Hey, here's yeah, what's but, going on, guys. Don't they look good? They look very good. They look sensational. Yeah. The, so, Current spec NASCAR. I don't know. I'm sure Roger wouldn't be. I mean, he's got a obviously a NASCAR team. Obviously, mm. uh, he runs NASCARs. So if time permitted, and obviously, you know, being Scott, he's only in his second year of IndyCar. His main focus is to just race IndyCar and mm. not mm. to get distracted with anything else. If it was something that wouldn't distract him from anything else, I'm sure that Roger would let him do it. But knowing Scotty, knowing Roger, you'd want to do it right. So that means he would want to be testing and he wouldn't be doing all sorts of stuff to be competitive in it, and I'm sure he would be. Would that deter from what he's been working on with his own IndyCar driving style? And if it did, they wouldn't let they him wouldn't do, do it. it. No, mm-hmm. And Scotty wouldn't do it. He no. wouldn't even want to do it. No. So, but I reckon, I reckon if Scotty has a good enough year this year and is really competitive and fighting for the championship as a reward – I reckon a, a road course ring in Scotty McLaughlin Penske car would be something to watch. I reckon a good reward would be Bathurst with a DJR car. Well, I think that's happening anyway. Do you? Yeah. I think that's happening anyway. Who are you unless you're, to unless <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> we already wrapped unless, up the off the track unless, update. Unless, <laughs> the, uh, unless you're trimming up a treat for a reason there, big boy. Uh, I reckon. Just, Scotty did mention a wild card, he didn't did, he? He did. did do wild card. He was, <laughs> did talking about wild card. So, mm. oh, look, I, I, in answer to the question, I think it should happen. Mm. I think Roger would be silly if he didn't let it happen. Um, they're a good car. Um, we've seen how. Well, the Aussies, like in Marcus Ambrose, as soon as he got to a road course, was competitive straight yep. away. Um, why wouldn't you? Correct. If you can get the money to do it and it's not going to distract, why wouldn't you do it? And I reckon Scotty would be like a rat up a drain pipe to have a crack <laughs> at it.
The only de- the only thing with that is that Roger runs Fords in NASCAR and he's obviously Chev- Chevrolet in IndyCar. So that might be the only sticking point. And that could be the sticking point for Bathurst as well. Oh. So, you know, because Scotty is on the Chevrolet side now in that in that organization. So don't know. We'll see what happens. That see what happens. Gold mm. bow tie of his. And mm. I only just thought of that then. <laughs> Believe it sure that, that is looking at me going, Sure, you just thought you of it then. Sneaky devil. <laughs> you cheeky withholding bugger, you. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear from your messages too. So you can, of course, get us via social media. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. Or you can join us every Wednesday night live, well, most Wednesday nights live. Unless there's tiddlywinks or uh, A-League on. Um, or, the big, or the biggest sport in Australia, AFL football. Yeah, you know, I, you know. maybe. <laughs> you, know. You, you raise a valid point, Matthew. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that wraps up this week's edition of The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. This is... Uh, I'll try that one again. <laughs> That's it for this week's edition of The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Steve, best of luck. At, well, it's not like you're racing at PI no. this weekend, but... Uh, uh, good luck to Team Johnson. Hopefully they'll come through with the goods. You were going to say best of luck preparing Jet's car and paying the bills, weren't you? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yeah, what that's I was going to say. Yeah, exactly yeah. what I you just, were going to say. I just yeah. worded it really Thought poorly. So. Um, but <laughs> but uh, we'll Thank s- you, mate. We're Fingers crossed we're hoping to have uh, just a good solid weekend like we did and for the Junior Burger to get more experience. Yeah, we look forward to it. And uh, we'll be firing up the stand sport, but we will see you next week. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.